Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Liftoff with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Lucia Kshoma. How are you doing, Lucia? And where are you hanging out right now? I'm doing very well. I'm hanging out in Austin, Texas. Yay. <laughs> Fantastic. And we still have a little bit of warm weather, so I feel very, very blessed. Yeah, we have the you? autumn fall here, so thank you for reminding me. <laughs> 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 well, it's a pleasure having you on the show. <laughs> thank you. Lucia Kshoma is an ICF executive coach with a background in leadership and startups. Now, now she's working with leaders to solidify their vision and take action towards it. And I think your mission to help you eliminate barriers so you can reach your goals is just remarkable. Again, very thankful I can talk to you today, Lucia. Yeah, same here. I'm very thankful Yay. to be here, Uwe. Yeah. It's a pleasure. So let's dive right in. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Yeah, so my ideal clients are leaders and aspiring leaders. And there are three biggest challenges that they are facing. And I, today mm -hmm. I will talk about more, more about one, but some of the challenges, like I would say that 80% of my customers, clients that uh, come, mm -hmm. uh, have uh, three main barriers. So everything boils down to fear, procrastination, mm -hmm. and overwhelm. And mm. I would say that it comes in different variations, but when we take the time to really dig deeper, we boil down to these three things most of the time. So what I love is to help them remove those barriers, because I mm -hmm. believe that if we remove the barriers that stand in our way, there's nothing that stops us to mm. really reach what we want to reach. No, I totally agree. So can you give us an example for, for, for a typical situation of one of those, please? Yeah, so a typical situation, if we're taking fear, for example, mm -hmm. what I see is that often as leaders, they have a fear of vulnerability, showing up as themselves in, for their, in front of their teams, or the fear of not being able to deliver on the mission that they are mm -hmm. on and the responsibility, the great responsibility that I feel that they mm -hmm. hire people to join them on this journey and then they feel like all that pressure is on them. Mm -hmm. So that's, a, that's a, a fear. And more often than not, even the fear of uh, the imposter syndrome, I boiled it down to a fear, like really doubting themselves. Do I have what it takes? So in mm. fear, that's one thing. In procrastination is not taking the action that they know that mm -hmm. they need to take. They are, they are all on board. They know that they need to take that action, but there are some things that get in the way and they are not taking it. And then in terms of overwhelm, I feel like as a leader, they have this immense pressure on, mm. on them to succeed, to have it, to know everything, to make mm. 
decisions and at times all this combine can mm-hmm. can create that feeling of overwhelm so these are some of the examples that yeah, I, beautiful I see. wonderful examples so and uh, it's it's just so so interesting that at the core of it there's always fear right yes <laughs> it is it true so it is true yes <laughs> it's always yes, fear. yes exactly so Facing fear, and the last time I checked, we're all humans. So, what are common mistakes you know your clients typically make when trying to solve that issue? <laughs> yeah. So, let's take for example the the, the fear that is related with procrastination. Mm-hmm. I what I what I see one of the common mistakes is that we believe that if we face a challenge like procrastination, like really not being able to commit on the actions that we want to take. We believe, we tend to believe that the solution to that needs to be something complex, something revolutionary. And what we tend to to do is to disregard the simple yet very effective tools that are there that can work for us. Mm-hmm. And I would say that connected to that is that we believe that there is one tool that solves it all and all we need to do is just to go and and chase it and find Mm. it but what i would say and what i find in my work is that there is no one size fits all and that what we need to do is to try the simple tools and find one that works with us that really gets us moving yeah, fantastic. We get into some tangible tips in a moment. So before I ask Lucia, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Lucia, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with these kinds of issues? Yeah, so coming back to procrastination since that's the, the, the barrier that we're, we're the talking today. today. It's the theme today. Yeah. So one valuable free action that they can take is that when they are hit with a task that they mm-hmm. feel like they are tending to procrastinate, what I found is that if they stop assuming and start assessing the task, that is one action that they can take that can help us because mm-hmm. when we are assuming we're putting all these negative scenarios that may not actually be true and if we take some time to understand what does the project require what is required from us what are some challenges what are some things that we need to learn what are some complexities that we need to be aware and doing that at the beginning of a project can already help a person know what they are dealing with is it a cat or a lion most of the time Mm. it's a cat it might be scratchy (laughs) but it's still a cat it's still something that we can manage and taking that time to assess I believe it's so important instead of going with our instinct of just mm. assuming and yeah. getting afraid. It's, it's, yeah. it's never a good, a good direction. And what comes to mind is kind of like how to eat an elephant, right? If uh, an elephant is the analogy of a, of a complexity, well, one bite, one bite after. What? Exactly. Right? So. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's, as I said, like it's the simple things. They're not compli- it, not easy necessarily, yeah. but there's the simple concept, one bite at a time. Yeah. One bite at a time. Exactly. All right. I want to give you also the platform to share where people can find you, but also what is one valuable, valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with uh, these uh, challenges, but also in a broader sense. Yeah, so the best way for people to connect with me would be on LinkedIn. 
um, Lucia Chomo, L-U-C-I-A-C-S-O-M-A. And I assume that you can add that to the show notes. Absolutely. That would be the best way for them to, to reach out to me. And in terms of a free resource, I will share one resource that is not mine, but it's another podcast. I will direct the users, the listeners to another podcast is episode 249 from the Diary of a CEO podcast mm-hmm. by Stephen Bartlett. He's interviewing in that episode, uh, near AR, I assume I pronounce his name correctly, and E-Y-A-L. And he's talking about procrastination and what are some of the things that, that we can do that it deals a lot with distractions and how to really deal with those typical things that, that get in the way. So that would be my free resource. It's out there. It's amazing. I would highly recommend watching that, that episode. That that sounds great. Fantastic. Of course, we wrote everything in the show notes. So, Lucia, what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? Yeah, I think the question would be, what are some misconceptions about procrastination Mm -hmm. that would help people overcome it? You care to share? Just one? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so uh, one... (laughs) I would say there are two quick misconceptions. One is that it's a lazy problem. Like if we're procrastinating, we're we're lazy. Or that is a time management issue. And what I would say is that typically, most of the people that I I talk with procrastination is that that, it's not that they don't wake up to do the work. They do the work. It's just they don't do the work that that they are supposed to focus on in that moment. We get like, we go and clean up our desks or clean up the kitchen or answering emails instead of working on that project. At the same time, it's not time management from my perspective. It's not a time management uh, issue because we show up, we are there. We might even do time blocking and we show up there, but we still choose to do the tasks that are not necessarily the ones that should be the focus in that moment. And what mm-hmm. I find is that procrastination most often is a barrier problem. Something it's mm-hmm. getting in the way of us really committing to do that work. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, one suggestion that I have is really to ask yourself, what is the resistance behind? Is it a lack of clarity? Is it fear? Is it just a starting problem? And really taking the time to answer that question can give you some information about what stands behind and maybe some action items. And some action items can be something as simple as, you know, stop assuming, start uh, uh, assessing, assessing. Or, or take eat the elephant one bite at a time, you know, work in five-minute tasks, or can be something else for you. But if you would take that time to really ask yourself, what is the resistance? You might get some answers that might work for you. And don't believe that, that that there is only one solution. You know, they even say that the best diet that one person can have, can can do is the one that they can stick with, whether that's Mm -hmm. like sky is the limit. And I believe that with procrastination, it's a similar thing. Like Mm -hmm. find different things, complex, less complex, simple, more more complicated, that would work for you and then Mm -hmm. stick with that. Yeah. So why we had uh, the animal analogies? (laughs) <laughs> the elephants, you know, you mentioned that, you know, when you kind of like 
trying to not assume and then also kind of like decide you're working on the wrong uh, task and not the right task. So it's it's kind of like going back to the animals. Uh, so don't try to eat the elephant uh, when it is, uh, you know, uh, a fox or something else. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, check before you eat. Yeah. Check before you eat what you eat. Don't assume that it's the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> I love that. All right. Okay. This brings me already to my um, uh, final question for today. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Yeah. It was about a week ago. Yes. Mm -hmm. Not this last weekend, the, the, the weekend previous. We mm -hmm. had a solar eclipse and mm -hmm. we drove from here with our two daughters. I have two daughters, two teenage daughters and our dog. We drove to near San Antonio where the eclipse would be more mm -hmm. visible. And we just went to a park and we watched this beautiful phenomenon being in awe of that. But mm. as we have teenagers now, it's hard for us to find those times where all, everybody comes mm. together. And I remember just staying, staying on the grass with those glasses on, sometimes looking at my kids, sometimes looking at the, uh, our dog that would chase a frisbee and just felt so blessed. Mm. But, but so uh, appreciative of those moments since mm. they become more rare. So thank you for asking that. But I would say that was the last moment where I felt, I felt blessed. I felt I, a lot of emotions. So goosebumps. Hard to top that, right? <laughs> for the yeah. occasion. <laughs> yes, exactly. But don't let it be so rare, these goosebumps moments. That's what we're all advocating for. So yeah. thank you for sharing this beautiful goosebumps moment with your loved ones. Also, thank you, Lucia, for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you. I appreciate thank very you. much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Yes, I really appreciate to have the chance to be on the show. But thank you so much for the insightful question and for what you're bringing into the world. <laughs> thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results for you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.